Thanks to our Patreon supporters, Jacqueline M, Claire G, Matt J, Nathan E, and Big Time Jim. Help support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash whatremember and pledging a monthly amount. This is a very special episode of What Remember. Andy Hubert and I talk about the Goonies in part one because Andy Moldenhauer has never seen the Goonies. He'll be joining us in part two, giving us his takes on a movie that he has never seen. Enjoy and thanks. Dude, it's that's insane. When, like, that's when our they're life started to take a now, and they're all like, I can't even find the originals anymore. They're, everyone's a weird flavor. I'm like, how does that even work? They somehow stuck a piece of cheese inside yeah. of that thin old. Where'd slim they find gym. the room? It's even a slimmer cheese than the gym is. <laughs> that's something to talk about. Jeez, oh peace. Oh man. My name is Bradley Jones. Not me, to Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about The Goonies. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. I don't understand how Andy Moldenhauer Andy has never seen this film. Like, does he watch movies? No. I mean, if this He's podcast has taught one. me anything, it is that he does not. Well, he but... watches Little Rascals on repeat <laughs> yeah. and Highlander on two yes. TVs playing next to each other. Non-stop. And that's all he watches. Yeah. That's his setup at home. I've that's been a... there. Yeah, that sounds about right. How... <sighs> I don't understand how you can avoid watching The Goonies. At it's least if you're born... If you're... A millennial It was on generation. TNT, TBS, HBO. You couldn't escape this film, I no, thought. Not at all. Uh, I, I was trying to remember this film earlier today, though, and I was shocked at how little I remember really? of the first half of this movie. Okay, yeah, because the second half really cranks into the Oh, uh, yeah, the second excitement. half, if you're like a kid, you're like, oh, my God, a goddamn pirate ship. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Also, just but, these movies that are on TV, like, you're basically going to jump into the middle of them. Yeah, that's true. Were, like, I probably, really I've, I've definitely the seen the second half of this movie more than the first. So do you know how this movie begins? Because I can tell you if you don't. <sighs> I don't. It opens with the skull and crossbones just like zooming into the screen for some reason. Ooh, like Pirates the Goonies of the Caribbean logo. style. Yeah. yeah. And it's the Fratellis breaking out of prison. Mama Fratelli is there. Oh, yeah. And she, I forget what she does, either bakes it, gets, no, he ends up killing a guard somehow. He fakes his hanging. Okay. And then <clears throat> when the guard comes in and then he kills the guard. And then he like loosens up his thing because he's like hanging from like a wire or whatever oh, that's okay, attached. Yeah. So it's this movie starts with a murder. <laughs> yep. I was gonna say and I know the, I know like the, PG. I know the adventure kicks off with the murder mystery where the kids see them like hiding a bit, discover the body they've hidden. But we got Joey Pants as one of the Fratellis and yep. the guy from Die Hard who was in the helicopter. He's got that face. <laughs> yes. That guy. He's the other one. And then we have, oh my gosh, what's her name from Throw Mama from the Train? Classic, like, character actor. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking this about. This lady and... is in so much stuff. She's like an old, grumpy puss face. She's like grumpy cat, old lady. Yep. That's for every character, <laughs> her yeah. Her name is something. And that's what she just nails. Oh, gosh. That's too bad that I don't know it. Yeah. 
I don't. Well, that's it's okay. really your fault. You're just terrible. There's a few other characters I don't know in this coming up. How many of the kids can you name act wise? I mean, there's some Act-or big names. Wise? Yeah, there's some big names. I think in this everyone run. but like the redheaded girl and the bully. Okay. And Data by name. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> and Chunk probably. <laughs> so only the, only the, about fifty percent. Only the ones that succeeded, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I can name again. They end up escaping the jail. They get shot at, and later Chunk sees bullet holes like right almost immediately yeah. in the car, and uh, he knows something is up. Yep. And. Like, that's where they originally find the bodies in the trunk of this car, right? Yeah, Chunk sees them, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, because he comes, he comes running back to the rest of them, and he's trying to explain, and everyone can't understand him because he's just talking a mile a minute yeah. and being ridiculous. So it happens in a second. I thought there was, like, a scene in, like, a store where the Fratellis are, like, driving by, and, like, Chunk, like, goes to the window to look at a speeding car chase, and he slams a milkshake on the... The window there and it is. explodes. Yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that happens. Yep. <laughs> and then he goes to tell his gang, who are the Goonies. Yes. That's a, it's a name that their gang has. Chris Columbus directed this film. He did. Produced by Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg. <laughs> and uh, it's um, quite the sign of the 80s. We yeah. got Cyndi Lauper oh, in this yeah. film. Music. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Words. Out of, in order. <laughs> I don't remember Cindy Lauper in the soundtrack. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that now. I remember the song, but that sounds like all the Cyndi Lauper songs. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, basically, if you played the NES Goonies game, that song plays just nonstop <laughs> from start to finish. This is the MIDI version of the Cyndi Lauper song. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, there, uh, I do actually kind of know the song because uh, she did like a parody of her own song for, for Bob's Burgers. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yep, I do remember this now. <laughs> Taffy butt. <laughs> it's a great song. So Chunk is on the loose to go tell them what he saw. Yes. We it, cut to the Goonies already in that house? Like the rest of the gang? Or, yeah, the gang. Uh, yeah. Well, well, not... They have to... They're hanging out. Yeah, because we get to see some of the home life, like, interaction with the, the older brother... I was always confused by that exercise spring thing he had. Yes. As a kid, I did not understand it what was that for, was. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it's uh, like these guys. What the are pecs. those? Pec- pectoral Pectorals. stretches. Yeah. And it, like he is using that thing, and as a kid, I I did not understand one that it was even exercise equipment. I thought he was just doing I didn't some know what weird that was activity. I, was, I thought it was like a slinky. I was like, okay. And then like he gets tied up with it later, and I was like, well, what is happening? Well, I don't. What is that? <laughs> what is that thing? What is that thing? Well, he's dressed like an aerobics dude. Yeah. He's got that sweet bandana. Oh, um, man. The headband. Yeah. Gotta have a bandana. Got those short shorts with some white uh, yoga pants. That Sleeveless. Even, they don't even have a name for those. You gotta have the denim vest. Here. I'm pretty sure he has a denim vest. He's just wearing, yeah, maybe. He's definitely got just that like that gray cutoff mm-hmm. sweater guy. Yeah. And he's looking cool. He's the cool guy. Yeah. He just he's got, for sure. Like, he looks like he just got back from, like, Josh you know, his Wednesday night Cobra Kai class or something. <laughs> he does look a little bit out of the, <laughs> like, like he could fight. But 
this isn't, he's not a bad oh, guy like yeah. the, those Cobra Kai's though. He's more of just like a buzz kill. For he's everybody. just he's the older he's a buzz from Home Alone. He's yeah. like the older brother who he's got to take harasses the, the younger brother. So the and he and then we got Mouth, played by Corey Feldman. Yes, we got Data played by. Am I gonna be? Oh boy, you you are. Is this insensitive? What if I, is that? Is it short round from Indiana? No, 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 no. I believe it is. I'm pretty oh, sure it is. I don't want to be insensitive. I I want. I know. I, <laughs> we'll just we'll edit it out if we're insensitive. <laughs> if it's not if it's not accurate, okay. <laughs> try to salvage our reputation. And we've got Sean Astin's character, whose name is Mikey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all we see right now. I believe right. we don't we don't see the girls until a little bit. Nope. But Chunk. Shows up. Yes. And what does he got to do to get into the house? He's got to do oh, the no. truffle shuffle. Oh. And what is even a truffle when you're a kid? I don't know what that was. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't even know it was called that until years later. He just did the, the, the belly dance. He just did a little fun belly dance. But I also like didn't know what belly him. dancing was at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he just makes a bunch of weird noises and squeezes his belly. And, <laughs> and they love it. He's just the, the kid that like... They tease yeah. and is always like the klutz, and for whatever reason, they keep him around because they like to keep him the butt of the jokes. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah, you're right. He's the the butt of all the group's jokes. Uh-huh. Data comes in from a zip line. He's got all the amazing gadgets across from the house. He's good to go. He's Inspector Gadget. Did yeah. that exist when the Goonies That's came a good out? Question. I wonder... What came first, the chicken or the the gadget? <laughs> Data or the gadget? I wonder. But he's got all the tools. Oh man. Just in case they get in a jam, mm-hmm. he can get them out. Yep. No matter what. For every occasion. Mm-hmm. He's got a sweet coat on. Yeah. One of those flasher coats. Yeah, it really is like a giant trench coat thing. <laughs> yeah. And he's constantly just pulling things out of the hundred pockets inside. <laughs> so I believe Mikey's parents are going out of town, mm-hmm. or they're just out of the way. The mom is married to Bob Zemeckis. She's also the mom from Monster Squad. Hmm, okay. I forget her name. She's I don't remember the parents of... in this at all, except for like the end yeah. when they all show up like, oh. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> but the mom has a live-in cleaner or like sitter or something yes. named Rosalita. Yep. <laughs> and Corey Feldman knows a little bit of Spanish. Yeah. So she asks Mouth to translate for her, mm-hmm. but Mouth just says dirty, terrible things. When the mom is oh, like, no. make sure these get cleaned and that gets cleaned, Corey Feldman's like, this is where they hide the bodies. Be sure to wash those very carefully. The skulls have to be pristine. There's, there's one where he talks about like drugs being hidden inside the, the bed and stuff. Like, yeah, That's well, amazing. Censored for TV. So if you didn't oh, see the actual right. VHS tape of this at any point, these all went over your head. But he's very like mean and deliberate to Rosalita. And yeah. she gets scared out of her mind. She thinks she's in like the devil house. She probably calls him Diablo as she runs away. <laughs> I feel like that's a good 80s movie trope. Mm-hmm. So there's two dudes who are outside, and they want to buy the property. This is the scheme of the film. Yes. That those evil landowners that want to tear down the town. Property developers, yeah. And kick everybody out. They have this Because they have this cool, like, Cape Cod-style house. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, this is clearly set, I think, in, like, the, in New England area, on, right on the coast. And, yeah, they've got this kick-ass old house right on the water. Everybody lives there, too. Everyone lives in that town. Yeah. That's at this house right now. <laughs> yeah. 
This is the entire population. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they keep trying to buy it so they can, I guess, tear it down and probably turn it into like condos or something. And they're like, no, I'm going to preserve our town. It's like this, it's this weirdly, I don't want to say advanced subplot for this movie. And it's a subplot plot because they're trying to buy the plot. Oh, wow. Tear down the plot. That's down. a classic. <laughs> it's the guy who is the bad guy from Trading Places and Breakfast Club. Which bad, bad guy? guy? There's both Duke brothers. The, not or the, Duke oh, brothers, the P.I. guy. The P.I. guy. Yeah. And the principal from Breakfast Club. It's that guy. Oh, man. He's like just typical bad guy bully 80s man. He really is. He's every, everywhere there's evil to be done. He's doing it. He's doing it. <laughs> He's the real Dr. Claw. He gets around. And uh, I think where the parents like struggling, like I, I feel like they're trying to take the house anyway. Like the parents are struggling to make the mortgage or something. Yeah, and... they can't afford to live there anymore. Yeah. They're just... Like getting priced out somehow. Like, are, mm-hmm. they, are they renting the house? Or something? I don't know. How like big developers work? coming in and they just can't afford the rent. I'm not quite sure. They need money yeah. though. Yes, yes. That's or they're going to the lose thing. the house. Mm-hmm. When do we meet the girls? In a little bit. Okay. We're still got to take some uh, house things to have to happen. Oh, Chunk hasn't even broken the dick off the statue yet. Oh, you want to jump I forgot to the about girls? That. Oh my god, that's like one of the best bits. <laughs> Emphasis on the best bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was very deliberate choice. <laughs> the best bit. There's a statue of a naked man that's the mom's most prized possession. Mm-hmm. They're goofing around in the house. Yep. Chunk almost knocks it off, but doesn't. But then he does do it somehow. Because <laughs> he's Chunk. And then he picks it up, and everything's fine. Everything's not broken, except the penis broke off the statue <laughs> that's the most hilarious accident this is the pinnacle of comedy not yet because he glues it back on upside down because <laughs> he can't do anything right nope what a klutz <laughs> so i the kids have to like they're, they're trying to get out of the house to go ex- check out what Chunk was trying to tell them? No? No. So their dad works at a museum, and he has a bunch of boxed-up stuff in the attic. Oh, man. See, I don't remember the first part of this movie very well. <laughs> I'm, like, jumping to, like, when the adventure starts when they get to, like, the abandoned gas station or whatever. We'll let you take that from there. Yeah. They go up there just to snoop around and check stuff out. Mm-hmm. Mikey tells a story about Chester Copperpot. Oh, yeah. I recognize the name. There's a guy that was looking for treasure in the area, and then pirates ended up getting him. He almost, like, found it, but didn't. Couldn't get all the way there. This, I, I do remember this scene a little bit, and I do, I feel like it was very never-ending story-ish, where, like, yeah, as he's telling the music. story, it's like, and, like, pans in on him slowly while he's telling it. Really cool atmospheric storytelling and people are trying to tease him but he's like bringing them back into it like yeah. no no you don't understand this really happened and dude like, you could make jokes yeah but the no but come on yeah it took him a couple weeks but then they caught up with willie and 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 there was a whole big war between the armada and willie's ship the inferno and th- during the firefight there was just guns bursting here and cannons bursting there and then Willie fled because he didn't want to stay around because he knew he'd get killed if he stayed around. And then he got into this cave and the, and the British, they, they blew up the walls all around him and, and he got caved in and he's been there ever since. Forever? Forever. And ever? Jack. Wow. You sound just as corny as dad does. You don't believe that legend, do you? He's like, yeah, my dad tells it all the time. You don't think my dad would lie. And then classic Chunk oh, God, does Chunk. something goofy, knocks over a painting, it breaks. 
Behind the painting is a map. Yep. Treasure. A real, honest to God, treasure map. Yes. And that's when the movie kicks off. Bran doesn't want them to go, so they cook up a plan to trap him in a seat. And that's when they do that thing where they wrap him up in that aerobics guy. Yes. And insult to injury, they also deflate his tires. Oh, yeah. Because what is worse as a kid? Than having a deflated bike tire. That's terrible. And you have to spend like eight hours with the, with the freaking hand pump. Ugh. No, it's the worst. <laughs> so they're on a fun bike adventure. Yeah. Checking it out to see what's going on. The map leads them to the Fratelli's bar. Their hideout, yeah. yeah or, or maybe they don't even own it. It's just they're there hiding out. Yeah, I think it's like a boarded up, like old convenience store bar or something like that that they're using mm-hmm. 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 so they like scope it out i think we maybe meet the girls on the way oh, they're maybe. like in a car hanging out or something like that i thought i feel like we well, i don't know it's not like a quick intro in the beginning where they pass by the house while this song and the brother's like hey ladies and the kids are all like ugh girls am i right maybe or that happens here i'm not quite it might sure happen, yeah it could martha be plimpton Whose name I know. Yeah, that's a name. That's a surprise one from Raising <laughs> Hope. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The redheaded girl from a lot of 80s films, and I have no idea what her name is. I feel like we should, though, because she really is in She's a in fair like, number Lucas of films. and just a bunch of films. Yeah. She's a cute redhead girl. And there's this bully that they're hanging out with. I forget his name. It's probably... Probably Biff. Biff or Chad. <laughs> yes. yes it's the two bully names. And that's the son of the mean developers, because of course it is. Of course it is. And I mean, the, it's a small town. It's like eight people. The red-headed girl is sort of dating him, slash maybe, maybe not. They're in like he's a, just He's a just thing. being uncomfortably forward yes. with her. <laughs> right. As, as, the, uh, as it happens in all 80s films. He tries a move on her mm-hmm. a few times. And she's like, ugh, Chad, leave me alone already. And she's, like, on the fence to, like, go with Bran mm-hmm. or not. And that's why he's exercising. He's going to be like, check out the guns. He's trying to look good for her. Yeah. Maybe he even gets made fun of at the house. He's like, for, like did you see it. my headband, though? <laughs> did you see this Did thing? you see it? I can go put it back on. Oh, wait, it's still on me. I never take it off. <laughs> do the kids go back to get the brother? Or did the brother never. The brother comes them? to them. Yeah. Um, He's laying down. He's trying to get Rosalita to let him up. He eventually does. Oh, yeah. He eventually when does. When he's tired, yeah. He sees that his bike's tires are oh, gone. Those sons of bitches. But there's this cute little neighbor girl riding her little pink bicycle down the road. So Bran takes that one. <laughs> that's right. And that's when Chad meets up with Bran. He's riding on the bike. Nice bike. He grabs the bike. The scariest th- thing ever. shit. This is terrible. Yeah. Chad grabs Bran's bike and floors it with his sweet car. Yep. Which is like a, a badass convertible. I yep. don't know what it is. A Viper, maybe. It's the classic, <laughs> classic bully car. <laughs> Floors it and then lets go and Bran goes flying off a well, cliff. And in the process, like this bike starts to disintegrate as he's riding. Like, it's yes. going faster. Like the it train wheels pop off like comically. <laughs> yeah, like the tires start to smoke and stuff. And yeah, he like flies off like off the road. Mm-hmm. Goes off the rails. Yeah. And then he dies. And then he's dead. <laughs> and that's the Goonies. No, I'm trying to... Uh... Then they meet the Fratellis. Right. Somehow they know that the map starts there, I think. And they check it out. And then Mama Fratelli offers them something to drink. Mm-hmm. Water. But when they get this water, it is like this yellow sludge... 
that they fell all the way to the top of the glass. Everyone's like daring or looking at each other to drink it. <laughs> when you're a little kid, you trust adults. Yeah. So like this scenario is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to be rude and not drink the water, but mm-hmm. this is terrible. But I don't want to bring up that their water is terrible. I think Mouth at some point like breaks the glass, like shatters on the ground or um, he like tries to drink it. Something bad happens. Yeah. I don't know how we escalate into the adventure from here. I know that Chunk sh- ends up with the Fratellis somehow. Yeah, well, he, like... Th- getting left behind in a little bit. They go to, like, yeah. a different room. He gets, like, locked in a closet or yeah. something, or a freezer. And that's where, like, that's they right. find the dead guy. That's right. And so, he has, like, the hilarious, like, face-to-face with the dead guy. And he's like, Ooh! Somehow both of the girls and Bran show up Yeah, at this bar. Chunk sees the bullet holes, freaks out about it. Mm-hmm. They have a plan, I think, to go to the basement to see what's going on yeah is this the scene where the water cooler falls over and they see like the water's going down like in like under the fireplace or under like an area yes and they sneak up underneath that but somehow chunk gets locked in a freezer the the floor plan of this building has always yeah. confused me i don't understand where exactly they end up like there should be just be like a crawl space or something it looks like they're in a crawl space at some point and then all of a sudden there's like a full-on like dungeon basement mm-hmm. and then it's very confusing. Chunk also sees Sloth yes. being tortured by the Fratelli brothers. Yeah, they're the picking on Fratelli. him. Yeah. It's their weird, creepy brother, who turns out to be a great guy. Oh, he's a real nice guy. But he's frightening when well, What about kid. the fourth Fratelli brother that started that band, Fratellis? The, the, um, that English pop band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does anyone a... know what that is? <laughs> What's their hit song, even? <laughs> The lost fourth Fratelli. So this is how they get on with their adventure. They're basically just running from the Fratelli. Yeah, so they, they, they catch... They, they caught Chunk, I think, with the dead body guy. So that's what they throw him in, like, the cell with the... With, uh... What's his face? Eventually. Yeah. Because he gets left behind when everyone else goes on their fun adventure. Oh, okay. Because everyone else goes but Chunk. Chunk is the only one left behind. Like, like Kirk Cameron. Oh, I feel like they... Like, they'd mentioned that they had a bunch of ice cream in the freezer or something. So he went to go get it. Right. And they all took off. And then he that's where he gets, t- like, trapped with the dead body in the freezer. With his ice cream. He finds the ice cream. They have Rocky Road. He's just naming off a bunch of different ones. Yeah. Then he flops on the uh, water cooler, catches it, but then doesn't catch it. Because that's just <laughs> classic. Because classic with just like the statue. Catches it, but doesn't catch it. It's a good it. thing that water cooler didn't have a penis. He'd put it back on upside down. And then they sneak down through where the water ends going through. Yeah. Which I was talking about a second ago. So let, this gets into their adventure. I yes. don't know what the first room they see is. But there's a lot of kooky hijinks that happen from the rest of the film onward. Yeah. Of the Fratellis chasing them and them going further off into the treasure. Yep. And, and then this and this is where the movie finally starts. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of it, it, like the set in this entire bit. Like all of the all the stuff in the caves and stuff reminds me very much of like I don't want to say Temple of Doom. I want to say it's like more like the intro to um lost ark maybe i was gonna say legends of the hidden temple for some reason oh yeah <laughs> the television whichever indian jones has the boulder um it reminds me of that kind of set like it's these kind of crazy stone like hallways and stuff and and like with booby traps mm-hmm. plenty of skeletons oh yeah do you remember what do you remember like some of the booby traps i they think encounter? the first one they encounter is they have chester copper pots skull key and they find like nodules on the wall that kind of line up to yes. where the skull can like, uh, yeah, fit in. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking and about. And then he turns it, 
but then it locks his, his hand, hand and yeah. then a bowling ball comes like careening around them yep headed towards his what presumably is his hand they think I he's think. gonna smash his hand off right and he's like, no, my hand. And they're all trying to get his hand out of there. And nothing happened. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they stop it or some, some data solves it. I'm sure data, yeah, I'm sure exactly. Yeah. Data they, solves it. They're trying to yank him out. And then, yeah, he just falls or something. He falls, doesn't he fall on one of the girls? And then he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Maybe, maybe. And that's the start there's, of a budding romance. There's some sexual tension between Mikey and <laughs> the other redheaded girl as well. As well tension as, like, between Bran. like a 12-year-old and a 16-year-old right. girl. I mean, he just wants... I mean, he's curious. Yeah, I mean, he's 12. I, yeah, I I'm absolutely curious. understand. <laughs> so I'm not sure about... I think the Fratellis are trying to interrogate Chunk to figure out where they went. Yeah. Or what they... And what they know, and yeah. Because they also know about the treasure, or are they just following them? I think he accidentally spills the beans when they're... When he's... Talks like, about a map? He's like rambling to the Fratellis, like, when he's scared about it, and that's mm -hmm. when they're like, oh... A treasure, you say? Because they're going to put Chunk's hand in a blender. Yes. This movie is like nonstop kid fears. Yeah. A lot of hand stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh. he ends up spilling his guts about everything. Mm -hmm. Everything he's ever lied and touched or stolen, he just blabbers on. Yes. I feel like there's going to be a lot, liar, liar. a lot of like Chunk clips in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in this, this there's got to be. He's, yeah. he's, the, he's the goof. <laughs> locking him with sloth yeah and they go to chase the kids yeah they go to yeah it just like, chase the kids down and then get yeah. to the treasure first yeah they figure out where the kids went in the little hole so they're just trying to figure like they're on the they're on their trail mm -hmm. while sloth and chunk are just trying to make friends and stuff yeah you know it's they gotta become pals there's a couple of parts i don't want to spoil them just yet because they do have they do like do cutbacks and forth between Sloth and Chunk, and then the, the group, and then the Fratellis a little bit. Yeah. The next thing that the Goonies end up doing... I feel like they have to do more stuff on their adventure before they get to where I want them to go. There's a point, I feel like, where they fall into a pit. Data falls into a pit. Oh. And he latches on... He uses his crazy little his, chompers, yeah. like <laughs> five-cent little novelty chomper toy on a spring, mm -hmm. and he like launches it up to like winch, winch himself back up. That's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> this he, movie made all these classics. He's even was... got a name for those, too, like the Clenchers of Power or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I, they do kind of the same jokes as Indiana Jones does. Where <laughs> he just he just yells it all the time. They're always like, okay, sure. Maybe even Chunk falls down here where the bowling ball's happening, or, I mean, Data falls down here where the bowling ball's happening, and he catches himself, because they definitely go down into that spiky pit. Yeah. Because Data's like, I found a new room. I was going to do a 
terrible Asian accent. <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't do it. Uh, no, no, you really can't. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It's not okay. <laughs> I don't want to. No, I mean, I do kind of want to, but I'm not no. going to. Not. I found a new dead. room, so they go down there. Yes. I don't know how they get down there. Jump cut the way of the magic of film cinema. And then I think that Chunk and Sloth do the payday bar. The classic, yep. Um, love scene. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, Baby Ruth. Oh, yeah, it is Baby Ruth. Yeah, Baby Ruth. And Sloth was just watching, like, cartoons. Yes, he's and... just laughing, having a great time. Yep, loves these cartoons. And he's... Strapped down to a chair. He's chained he down. chained to a chair. But Chunk has a baby Ruth on him because he's just a fat kid. Yep. And he's in an 80s film. <laughs> yeah. So he's always just got food he's, around. He's the tum-tum of this movie. <laughs> he ends up trying to give it to Sloth. He ends up like hitting him or just... He hits him in the face with it, I think. Yeah. And Sloth like freaks out. It's just like a little bit out of his distance. Yeah. So eventually Sloth just breaks the chains. He just like breaks them like they're not even there. He's just like, yeah. all right, whatever, no chains. Mm-hmm. So you know that this guy is absurdly strong. And that's, yeah, they because he's like, oh, you like candy bars? I like candy bars. We're just best friends now. That's mm-hmm. how it works when you're a kid. <laughs> and I don't know if it, it probably doesn't happen just now. They could probably cut to something else. But Chunk and Sloth are hanging out in the room everyone went down with. And Chunk is calling the police for help. And the police officer makes a joke about how, is this about those little green monsters? And it's like a callback to Gremlins, which is another Steven Spielberg produced film. (laughs) And Sloth is trying to just squeeze his way down into the fireplace. And he's like, doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, what are you doing down there? He's just like freaking out. So they're also on the trail behind the Fratellis who are behind the Goonies. This is, I feel like, close to where but the, the Fratellis catch up with the Goonies. Yeah, they see little signs of like them leaving stuff behind. Yeah, and like, and it's this is again very, happening. it's it's very um, Last Crusade where there's like the cha- every challenge that the Goonies get through means that the Fratellis are able to just sort of get past them right. because they've already been solved and mm-hmm. like taken care of. So you know, Spielberg was lazy, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's still lazy. <laughs> there's a scene where they go underneath a bunch of weird pipes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a crazy like pirate organ that yeah. they have to like play. That, that's at a the thing very. On. That's very at the end. There's oh, a few more things end? before that. Okay. They go to the wishing well. Yes. Where they find all the pennies and stuff that got thrown down. Yeah. This is where Mouth has his moment in the film, where he talks about. How he doesn't believe in wishes or something wasn't happening. <laughs> and like Mikey is has this monologue about how we can't take these coins. This is the classic this is other people's speech. dreams. Yeah. These are other people's wishes. And then Mouse's like, not this one. I'm taking this one. This was mine. This was and it mine. didn't come true. Yeah. But you know what? This one. This one right here. This was my dream, my wish. And it didn't come true. So I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. Then he dives back under. Yeah. Are they just like filling their pockets with these things? With yeah. The, just, the change? The thing they found looks like a treasure trove. Yeah. It's just a wishing well. Yes. The bully guy is up there. He gets, he throws down a coin. Yep. And then it gets thrown back up him. Yeah. And they realize that they're down in the hole, mm-hmm. and this is a chance for them to escape and just abort the. Adventure. Yeah, like he so the, the and he like lowers down like a bucket or something, and he's like, "Oh yeah, girls, climb on, and I'll pull you on out. You don't want to be down there now with those 
kids. Yeah, he he gives like the rousing speech. Is I think it's like after the thing comes out because he's mm. like, "Why would you leave? Like we're on a great adventure." And some of the other ones are like, "Because I'm, we've almost died multiple times." Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm the redhead girl's like, "I'm scared. I'm not a goonie. Yeah, I don't belong here." And then they end up like convincing her that she does. Yeah, I think it's called they like. Mikey calls it going up Chad's bucket. It's like, <laughs> you can either go on or go up Chad's bucket. Yeah. Our parents, they want the best of stuff for us. But right now they gotta do what's right for them. Because it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. So... The redhead girl, instead of going with them, puts her varsity coat, which is his, in the bucket and sends it up. And that's a Got message him. like, you're done. You're done. We, we done. <laughs> we over. Yeah. No more of that. <laughs> so no one goes up. No. Okay. I wasn't sure if the, the glasses girl went up. but No. There's a moment where they have to use the bathroom. Which is great, because yes. movies need to do that. That's a real I mean, problem, yeah. yeah. it's you got to address it. They end up going up, they find this little pathway that like branches off. There's like a big skull in the middle, but there's like things to the side. Mikey goes to one, but then Mikey's like, come over here, use this one. And little boy's room, and Bran's like, no, nah, I'm going to use the men's room. And he goes off, and then all of a sudden, like, mouth and data, and everyone follows him to the men's room. Yeah. They they're trying to, like, you know, be grown up. Yep. But in doing so, the red-haired girl thinks that... Bran went the same way Mikey went, and they have a little smooch session. Oh, yeah. Underneath, like, a cute waterfall dealie. Because it's dark under the waterfall. Yeah. So they just make out. Yep. And then she's like, oh. And then the girl comes back out, and her friend's there. Is like, how was it? And I was, she was like, it was weird. I think he might have been standing in a hole or something. <laughs> yes. And then... then, then the final thing that tips it off is like, does Brand wear braces? Yeah, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh boy. No. And that's why Martha Blimpton, like, is like, Mikey shows up. He's like, good job, kid. Like, you went ahead and made yourself a man. <laughs> yeah, gives that nod, like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Martha Plimpton and Mouth have like a thing between them too. That's like yes. an ongoing feud that turns into a the, budding romance. Yeah, they're like frenemies that you know become close through their hatred mm-hmm. so now i think we're like getting going to where it's going good. oh yeah the good stuff tell me about the rocks and the slippery shoes andy what the rocks? <laughs> so they have to cross like a bridge okay and data's the last one <gasps> back the fratellis are hot on the trail yes okay to get away from them he uses slick shoes <laughs> the, he, this James Bond shoes they little two little pipes like pop out the back of the heels and like squirt oil as he like goes across them mm-hmm. yeah and so Fratelli's <laughs> comically fall down yeah and cannot get up no oh when I was a kid that was the coolest shit I wanted <laughs> all wanted of these gadgets shoes? I wanted all of these gadgets you, you want to put oil behind your shoes just in case yeah. you're being chased yeah never know and I wanted to be prepared like David what are you like a racky race car what's going on <laughs> yeah, <here>? yeah. <laughs> wacky racers yeah there's some creepy scenes where the Fratellis are like crawling up through like the water and the sludge their hand is like coming onto a rock and yeah they're just about to get the kids and Data again what Saving has he got day. what has he got in there for this Come one, on, classic. This 80s. one here has the punch, the punching glove. Yes, it's just in his coat. I don't think it's even like attached to him or anything. It's just like in his coat. He like opens the coat and classic, like cartoon style, 
the boxing glove on like a like a hinge spring yeah. thing just what comes is, out what and is that punches thing? them right in the face. What is that? Just like a goofy like third like Marx Brothers thing? <laughs> that's like, like yeah, that's like some sort of classic the, gag. And the they're boxing like, glove on the yeah. the hinges. What yeah. is that? We should have found the like yeah the origins of that gag. <laughs> it goes back to the beginning of time. The Egyptians were using yeah. it. <laughs> Thirty thousand BC. <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's oh, it's... there's cave paintings of people getting hit in the face with a punching glove <laughs> yep it's classic comedy it never gets old and now they get to the scene where there are they have to play the piano yes and mikey took lessons no didn't he no is it mouth no someone says they took lessons yeah yeah the red-haired girl oh that makes sense. it's her big moment i should yeah mm-hmm. i should have known that and the music they have to play is on the back of the map. Oh, yeah, There's, like, yeah. notes on the back of it. Yeah, some sheet music. But the girl's, like, panicking. The Fratellis are on their tail. She's hitting the wrong notes. She hits a couple of different wrong ones, and just, like, the world just falls away around them. Yep. Every time there's a wrong note, more of this place collapses. And then people, like, mouth almost bites it. Mm-hmm. People... I didn't mean to do that on purpose. That's classic. Oh, that is some Brad <laughs> jokes. Unintentional. But there's all sorts of, they're like on the last one. Yep. And she finally hits it. And it opens just this beautiful white light cave that mm-hmm. they can go into. Yeah. Which leads them down an awesome water slide. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Just like just like uh, Honey and Shrunk the Kids. Cool, more cool water slides in movies. I mean, even Blank Check mm-hmm. had a cool water slide in it. This water slide seemed dangerous, though. Yes, it seemed like there were a lot of stalactites. And there's multiple routes because, like, not all, they don't all take. They all right. seem to shoot off in different directions when they right. run down it. Like they're going into the Running Man. They're all, like <laughs> yeah, shot like weird POV really things. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> they just shoot out into Running Man. They're like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, man. And it just seems so scary and dangerous and terrifying, but then just, like, shooting them out yep. into a beautiful lagoon. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, they fall into, like, it, like straight down into the into the water, and they come up, and they look around this amazing cave. Yes. They see the pirate ship. Yes. It's incredible. The set design here. One-Eyed Willie's perfect. pirate ship. Yep. They're looking for One-Eyed Willie's gold the whole time. Yes, that's who the treasure that was hidden. Mm-hmm. Chester Copperpot was the guy looking for the gold. Now they finally found it. They did what Chester Copperpot couldn't do. There, yeah, there is that scene too where they find like they find his, his bones. corpse. Yeah, yeah, and, and like and like he has like like he has this moment with him because he's like this tale that's been told him so many times. He feels like he knows Chester, mm-hmm. and he like talks to this girl and he's like, "I'm sorry, buddy." Like. You did really good, though. And that's also and... What, one of the things he uses to get them to go further into the, the caves. Like, Chester didn't make it this far. Yeah. We got to keep going. We're the best there ever was. Also, there's the scene before we get too into it where Sloth and Chunk are going through some of the things that they've gone through. Yeah. Get to the scene with all the pipes. Yep. And Chunk doesn't like, or uh, Sloth doesn't like loud noises. <laughs> so he ends up just like herculean strength pull, pushing up all the all the pipes to the ceiling yeah and then you just hear like a loud car screech like a woman screaming and like a gunshot like, <laughs> there's like these terrible noises that come out and it's like when chunk does that he's just like oh oh <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part of the whole film. 
Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm so excited to watch this. I love this movie. I haven't seen it in forever. Poor Sloth. He's got his eyes on the wrong side of his face. He's got giant elf ears. He's had a rough life. Just a, he means well, though. Yeah, a living Picasso. He can only really say Chunk. He's kind of like a, or, um, Chunk and Sloth. He's like a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. There's a deleted scene with the octopus that got cut here. Do you ever I see that scene? I have not seen that scene. It's a terrible looking octopus. Ooh. Because why they cut it. It just did not look good. It was like a paper mache or puppet octopus that like they have a tangle with or whatever. When they're in the lagoon? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That, it's uh, in a deleted It's like I'm the classic really Goonies deleted that scene. Because that's... Well, it doesn't even really fit with the, with no, the movie. getting attacked by an octopus. Yeah. It's, like, it's, the, not, it's out of left field. Yeah. They end up getting into the ship, finding all the sweet, sweet treasures. And they find all the pirates mm-hmm. at like this giant table. They find a bunch of... Go- like a oh huge my God. amount it's of treasure. It's an absurd amount of treasure everywhere. They're Apparently like, pirates don't even care about putting treasure in chests anymore. Nope. They'll just leave it out. Hell yeah. They, they Scrooge McDuck that shit. They're like swimming in yes. that gold on the deck. <laughs> the entire thing is filled to the brim with treasure for some reason. Yeah. They're packing it up, trying to get a bunch of money into their things. This is the the thing that they've been looking the whole movie for. Yep. Mouth ends up putting some jewels in a little... Mar- he dumps out marbles yeah. and puts a bunch of jewels in this marble bag, which comes up later in the film. Yes. And the Fratellis show up yep and bust them with a gun and a sword yeah they bring they bring weapons to a no weapon fight right this isn't fair we're a bunch of little kids yep so they make the little kids walk the plank they tie them up they do and they're probably gonna die yeah (laughs) you can't swim with your legs and hands tied yeah. You're done. It's, it's too much. Yeah, that's all there is. Who's up first? Is the redhead is up first on the plank? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think you're, I think it is. And then Brand jumps in after her to yes, save her. To save her. And which he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now this is now before they make anyone else walk the plank. I think is when the the amazing rescue happens. Go 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 on. Where all of a sudden, what was Sloth watching? He was watching during the beginning of the film. <laughs> the classic animated Superman. No. Oh, and and what? I think it was Mutiny on the Bounty. Oh, you're right. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, yeah. So like he, him, and Chunk appear on like the top of the pirate ship, like at the sail. What does he say, Andy? <sighs> oh my. He says I, I'm pretty sure he's like, "Hello, everyone." <laughs> very eloquent. I think right. you know he's very. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> he does the hey you guys. Hey you guys. <laughs> Which is just amazing. And yeah, and then it turns into a classic swashbuckling movie where they like swing onto the ship and like take out the Fratellis. Yes. The Fratellis like wrap sloth up in like a rope, but the ends up being like goofy yeah, stuff. He, he just, like, he's like acting like they're all playing. And yes. and because that's what the brothers try to like win the fight by basically convincing him to stop and they're like hey we're your brothers and that like yeah then they do the ropes and he's like ha 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 how funny and then uh, there is like a moment where like he thought it was playing and then he realizes like you guys were mean to me and i hate you both ends up knocking them out but the mom fratelli tries to get her back on his side yes remember what she tries to what she does here i don't remember she sings rockabye baby to her yes that's what he used to sing when uh he was growing up Mm -hmm. but there's a lyric in that song that triggers sloth into a a frenzy rockabye baby yeah the it's about it has to do the cradle will will fall fall. yes 
down will come baby. <laughs> yes, great. And, <laughs> and Sloth grabs his like face like this happened to him. That's like this is what he what like he was in the cradle and then the mom wasn't watching and it's her fault and everything comes rushing to the surface. That's how he got super strength. And then Sloth <laughs> ends up punching the mother something happening. Yeah. He ends up debilitating they, her in some way. Yes. They all end up and they yeah, they all get thrown off the boat into the water and they're they're tied up, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's during so they they accidentally mm. so after the fight's over is this when he goes to see like actual one-eyed willie or is that was that before the fertility showed up i think it's like now because because he, when he finds one-eyed willie is when he's like he goes first of all there's the amazing jump scare that always scared the crap out of me as a kid where he looks under the eye patch and what's in there nothing Bum, bum. Like he didn't even have an eye; it was like an a, just bone. Like he was that guy, that dude was born with one eye, mm-hmm. which makes sense. He's one eyed Willie. Yeah, but then he got like the then it triggers some sort of he, trap. Yeah, he like takes like a medallion off of Willie or something. He takes like the the thing that clearly that the Willie loved most in life. Yeah, when I really loved his most valued piece of treasure, and that triggers the classic cave self destruct. You know what? You're right and wrong. Okay. Because he does say, like, they're going to steal everything except Mikey's, like, leave that one thing for him. Yes. So they don't take that. But I think one of the, the Fratelli's mom takes that. You're right. It, yeah, it is. That's when it He was like, no, that, that's Willie's. Yeah. You're right, because he's the respect one. Mm-hmm. So the cave starts to collapse in on everything, and they have to escape. I, I feel like their escape is just them jumping into the water and swimming away. <laughs> I don't even think it was something elaborate. Yeah. So they they just I think they just swim out, don't they? Yeah. They just get out of the cave somehow. Yeah. And they swim to shore. They walk away or and swim. like they get there and there are like police and parents everywhere. Like they've been apparently yeah. searching for these kids. And cuz I think there was also some news report very back in the beginning on news that was like, "No, oh, escape from prison." Like they established a it's a local thing that everyone's worried about the Fratellis. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so, yeah, the kids come up on shore and, like, the parents come over like, oh, my gosh, we're so glad you're safe. And every kid has, like, their parents come over to them and, like, throw blankets on them. And there's a pirate ship full of gold just sailing away. Yes. Out in the distance. <laughs> when I really ship. <laughs> they, all look, they look out and he does, like, the whistle. Oh, like, Willie is back on the seas again. And the ship's just, like, heading out to sea. Mary, mother of God, the guy says. <laughs> yes. I'd never heard that phrase before. Yep. Like, it's a good phrase. It Bring is. that phrase back. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Look at that. There is also a moment, too, where they're all, like, they're bummed, basically, that yes. the treasure is gone. Mm-hmm. Because it was all on the ship. And the Fratellis made them, like, get rid of all the treasure they had put in their pockets. Except he realizes he still has. Mm-mm. Oh. Rose, Rosalita finds <gasps> it. You're right. Does he, like, give her his jacket or something? Yeah, I think he t- gives the coat to Rosalita because he's bundled up in blankets. And yeah. that's when he and the cute girl with glasses, Martha Plimpton, smooch. Yeah. They have a smoochie. She's like, you did good back there, kid. You're uh, you're pretty cute when you don't have your glasses on or something like that. And then she's like, you're pretty cute when you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you, you <laughs> yes. dumb shit. I don't yeah. know. That's not what she says. but of... <laughs> So, yeah. So, they find... They have all the gems. They have all the gems so they can save the town right. from these evil, greedy developers. Because that's enough somehow. Yep. And the mom or the dad of Mikey 
like rips up the papers in like some sort of amazing fashion. Yeah. He wasn't doing jack this whole film. No. He takes all the credit for what these kids have done. Oh. Yeah. Blah. It's just ugh, the worst. Dad, it's my marble bag. The fertility forgot to check it. She empty up the marbles and put the jewels in. We don't have to leave the goondocks. Uh, there'll be no more signing today or ever again. <laughs> Rips up those papers, though. Yeah. Classic. And then the Fratellis, like, swim up on shore, and they're all yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. What, what, ha- what exactly happens to Sloth? Sloth. Chunk says he's going to adopt him. Yes. <laughs> Chunk friend. You want to come live with me, Sloth? He's, okay. <laughs> he's poor. He's got the mind of, like, a five-year-old yep. trapped in a vascular 30 year old buff man's body yeah (laughs) this guy could win strength contests kids parents are like couldn't it just have been like a dog (laughs) no it's a sloth (laughs) brought home a guy but yeah i think there is like they the fratellis like swim from the beach they're all yelling at each other doing like the goofs and gaffs and then they see all the police and stuff up up on the the road and they're like oh god get out of here and the police like hey get back here and like it (laughs) they like run after him and that's kind of the ending Mm mm-hmm I believe. And they play the Cindy Lauper song again. Ah, man. This movie. That's the end of it. I didn't, I didn't remember as much as I thought I would because I watched the, the shit out of this movie <laughs> as a kid. There's a lot that's going on. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a fun ride that you're on. You get on it and you're yep. going. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. Things just keep happening. Oh, yeah. New thing after new thing after new thing after new thing. Just a bunch of new set pieces. Keep following each other. And you're just on the ride. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andy Moldenhauer says he's going to watch it for the first time ever. I'm so excited. Uh, and he's going to tell us just, about it in yeah, part two. For him to get to watch this with us. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> he's going to hate it. You can only like this movie as a kid because it appeals to being a kid and like going against authority and being on fun do you adventures. Think, well, I was going to say, do you, like, do you think they could make this movie today? But well, they do. They do. They do. It's called Stranger Things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which, but that's kind of the point of Stranger Things is mm-hmm. the homage. Now, because like, would you? What what other movies would you recommend to someone that likes Goonies as a movie? I mean, if they like Gremlins, Goonies, see anything? Okay, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, like, do you like Spielberg? Spielberg. <laughs> Any 80s Spielberg film. I mean, this kind of ties into Stand By Me as well, but Stand I feel like I feel like if you like this movie, you should watch Super 8, and I feel like a lot of people have not seen Super 8. I thought it did well when it came out. I ended up turning Super 8 off. I should give it another go. You give it a go. But if you like Stranger Things, you'll like me. Super 8 especially. But It bugged me a little bit. I don't did know. it? I thought the aliens were a little too scary for the kids to be facing them. Hmm. Or the monsters, or whatever they were. Maybe those like, a, like in this you one, mean like were you watching Stranger Things? Like they would not go in the upside down. I, uh, uh. no, I. That's what I do think about Stranger Things. <laughs> and what I like about this movie, it's just them solving puzzles. Yeah, they never have to. They're not like physically challenged. Yep, they're mentally challenged, and um, like the, the bravery is tested. But there's never like and a. And then they, a then they all they blindly follow the one something. kid who's heard a story too many times. Just is way too obsessed to the point of ruin. <laughs> But in Super 8, it just seems too unbelievable. The monsters are just going to eat those kids. Yeah. You can't fight them. They're monsters. So? You got to save your buds, though. It takes the, the one kid. Ah. We'll, we'll revisit. I like, we'll do what like we saw. The host makes sense to me because it's like adults Ooh. fighting monsters. I love the host. <laughs> we need to do what we saw for both of those. Put them on the list. 
Yeah, watch The Host if you like. It's <laughs> just a good film. It's, it's, just, a, good it's just a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> what are the good movies. films out there? Out there? I mean, just think about. <laughs> Have you heard of this Star Wars? Star Wars, yeah. Storage Wars. It's great. Yes. Oh man. All right, let's go get Andy. Yeah. And let's go watch this. Let's force. Let's tie him down yeah. like sloth. Chain him. Put, put like those clockwork orange thingies mm-hmm. in his eyes. We'll give him a baby Ruth at the end of the thing. Yeah. It's a little tree. Or a big old bucket of Rocky Road. <laughs> also, Andy hadn't seen True Beverly Hills. We should do that oh one. Oh my god, that we gotta do that one too. <laughs> oh man. I watched that movie way too many times. Beverly Hills, <laughs> what a thrill. Guys! <sighs> I think I have a match. I'm sure of it. The lighthouse, the rock, and the restaurant all fit the doubloon. That must mean that the rich stuff is near the restaurant. So, wait a second. Uh, Math, I'm going to need you to translate the map because I don't understand Spanish. Right here. All right, all right. Diaz, they say Diaz. What does that mean? Ten times ten. Uh, hundred. Yeah. Yes. Stretching feet to the nearest north point. North. What's north? Which way's north? Get it. Welcome back to the Hey You Guys podcast. We watch the Goonies. Andy Moldenauer watched it for the first time. He's ever. here to give us his brand new thoughts of of, of a thirty year old. Yeah, it's got all film. the classic. It's got sloth in it. You know, it's got uh, t- 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 crump crump crump. What's the guy? Fat guy. Fratelli. Chunk. Oh, chunky. Tum tum. Tum tum. I have never seen this movie. How did that ever. happen? I'm thirty years old. I swear no one has even mentioned this movie in my life until I was like 20 years old. How? Like I never heard how? a single person that blows say my that. Mind. I don't I don't know how that's Either possible. Either I just didn't hear it or no one brought it like to well, my direct Were you attention. deaf for the first 20 years of your life? Yeah. Okay, well that could explain it. Yeah. I'm I'm really I'm ex- I'm like genuinely incredibly interested to to hear your What's thoughts your hot take, on this I mean, movie. Okay, what, I will say that this, this almost felt like a birthday present. So when I first started watching the movie, I was like, oh my God, this is like a movie from my childhood. And it had so much like, it was bringing me to like, Back to that time. It was like Stranger yeah, Things. I had never yeah, you're like, this, this yeah. movie's like just referencing thing. Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. This could have been a new Netflix film for all you knew. Yeah. It could have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the beginning was great. I, I thought the pacing and the writing was excellent. And then about 15 minutes in, I noticed a couple flaws as it was going along. But mm-hmm. I was like hooked for like the first 15 minutes of this. Yeah, you're on board? Oh, absolutely. So you were on board until they started actually adventuring? I was on board until they were explaining the actual plot. They got stuck in that (laughs) attic? In the attic. The whole attic. Okay. I thought the attic scene was good because, I don't know, it felt never-ending story. The music the music. It's so... I I think I mentioned the first part. It's like... I mean, it's great and everything. I think the writing was very poor. Chris Colombo. Well, okay. <laughs> Come on. Just in that scene, though. Just in that scene, okay. because Sean Astin, who I will say 
Mr. Frogo, I, I we have to go missing get the, things the all the treasure. time because he would screw up his words. He, yeah, he's yeah. talking so fast. Okay, he was hard to understand. Data like, too. I, I like Data. He shout. Everyone's shouting their lines. Yeah, that was all of them. Like Cor- I feel like the Corey only Feldman's great though. He was okay. I think oh, I Chunk stole the show. Chunk was good. Chunk he, was awesome. I thought he had some of the most genuine reactions. Like he was. He. I felt like he was really acting in this movie. Oh, him, yeah. was good. him and the, he was still screaming too. And, but yes, sure. And the older him and brother, Corey Feldman, and Data and Josh Brolin all were great. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yes, like I. I thought he was genuinely really good. The rest of them, I was like, oh boy, I couldn't. What do you, you think of that dick statue? Oh, that part was great. Yeah. I love that. That was because it's like a minor problem, but it's like a kid problem. It's like a huge, right? huge it problem. Is, it is a kid problem. Your parents' vase or something. Yeah. That's, the best, that's the best way to phrase this? it. It's a real kid problem. It's a real kid problem. You, you don't know how many times I accidentally broke something of my mom's, and Tell I knew now. She's she listening. would be so mad. She probably never found out. Oh my god! Now confess. Confess, Andy. <laughs> you real broke mad your mom's big statue. <laughs> like, mom, sorry. <laughs> no, there. It was always like. Little glasses or things that held candles and stuff, and yep. And then she would get mad and be like, "That's why I never have anything good around here." Classic. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that's a mom thing to say, right? All right. Uh, So, but I do want that attic scene with the tongue and the painting and the 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 creepy. All the setup is great. I'm just talking about the dialogue. So when they're trying to figure out what what this map is i think they stumble onto the map so such a weird way i blinked and, and then, missed it i had to rewind the movie and then it immediately they're all on board for this whole yes. like pirate adventure thing no one's questioning it whatsoever they, do. they don't want to do it i didn't think they were questioning it strong enough for... it was just mikey who was all on board the other guys didn't want to do it they're on board enough to go do it eventually but they were first naysaying Oh my God! It wasn't until that guy. And, and can you please insert I, that whole? I thought it was the trading place monologue that guy. Sean Astin says that's just so rambly. That's all of them. He has more he has than all. Oh my God! And it's like all of them. He's like, oh my God! This this is the pirate who uh, sailed the ocean in his ship that was made of wood. You know, on uh, with the sun in the sky. I'm not. And he had gold. Seeing the problem, and... I'm on board. You're engrossing right now. <laughs> oh my God! I want to is... watch this movie. <laughs> this is how it goes on for I like a whole Andy minute. Moldenhauer finds a treasure chest yeah i was like can you like summarize this a little bit better (laughs) yeah you know you're not that's the only part where i was like this is too chester copper pot we got one-eyed willies one-eyed willie yeah we gotta set the stage of those we, two guys. I, I love that the, that it only goes back so far too, because he was like, he was like what my dad. He knew all about this, and he told me all about it and everything. And he was searching for it. So it's like generations of people mm-hmm. just like searching for this treasure, yeah. which is all underneath this city. In like, there's a pirate a ship cave. underneath this. It's in a cave. It's in a cave. Like, I think, just like down the street. Yeah, I think yeah, in part one, I, I insinuated that this was someplace on like Maine on the East Coast, but it's the opposite. It, they explicitly state numerous times it's Astoria, Oregon. <laughs> like, no, it's the Goondocks, Andy. Well, that's yeah, that's <laughs> where they where they are. But the city the is the city of Astoria. The Goondock Saints. Goonies never say die. <laughs> Goondocks. Yeah. I was like, who are the Goonies? I, when they I found out that Goonies. was a real man thing, I was like, people that live what? in the Goondocks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I. So keep going. What do you? What yeah, I like that. I like that the, the enemy. I like that the through. there's Mom, like Mama a, Fertelli. Who's that? Oh yeah, tell What's us about the, what, yeah. what do you think of the jailbreak? The right throw at the Mom from the train. Is I was gonna ask that. Is that yeah. the lady? Oh my God, she's wonderful. She's great. She's absolutely great. 
And the two brothers, uh, Joey Pantoliano, mm-hmm. yep, and the other guy who from I Die Hard, Lou Ferrigno, yeah, his twin brother, yeah, they're wonderful. Uh, that whole thing is they were really comic good. Comic yeah, they yeah they have a good stuff. yeah they have a really good chemistry between like all three of them. Just I, like and, and I forgot I love, about the singing part that that guy like like sings opera singing, all the like time. Italian opera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the dynamic too, where like the big brother who's like the buff guy, he says to it, they, they all follow the mom, obviously, mm-hmm. and like the, he has some plan, and then like the mom shoots it down immediately. And he's like, "You always take the brother's side on this. You always take his side." <laughs> and it's like a genuine like, like I hate this. I can never speak my mind. Yeah, you never listen to me. What a smart getaway, though. That yeah. four by four race contest thing, right? Perfect, blended right in. I don't know. There's no is... dummies. <laughs> I did think seeing that four by four race, I was like, I feel like they're just destroying that beach's ecosystem. It's gonna be gone anyway. It's gonna be all condos by the end of the film. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what's this four by four race? That's how they escaped. The, the police. How the Fratellis escaped the police they at the beginning. Drove yeah. into that four by four race on the beach and just blended in with all the other cars. Oh right. Okay. Yes. Yes, I do remember that. Uh. I, this is this is very much a watching this as a grown up problem. I did not understand this foreclosure storyline. He bought the town. Yeah, he was buying the property from under them somehow. He's making. He all like that owns money. the bank, and then he's like, "Haha, I'm gonna foreclose on this guy's house for the country club." He can't afford like, it. But then he's like, "But you have to sign these papers." But I'm like, "But that's that's not how foreclosures work. Like, they, they're acting like it's an agreement to foreclose. That's not how foreclosure works." I don't. They're gonna yeah. lose their house, and then they're like, "No, well, no sign, no sign." I was like, they, "It doesn't matter if you sign that stuff. That's not how so this works." I think what, from a writing standpoint, this is more of a kids' movie, so they yes, they, it is. They simplified that absolutely to the fact where kids would understand someone signing a contract. And that was that was my point. Watching this entire movie, there are so many times where I'm just like, "Oh, that's just so silly," and then. I, I was, I'm thinking to myself, it's a kids' movie. I'm being, I thought we may have been guilty of this on a lot of other movies we've watched for this, but I'm like, I feel like we're being too harsh on a kids' movie. But at the same no, the, time, I'm the, thinking of movie kids' is movies so today. Refreshing compared like, to some of the kids' movies we've watched. I mean, there's a lot Just of kids' the, movies the, today the that work for adults. Kids. There's and like kids. four shit bombs right in the beginning of the yeah, film. Yeah, that's true. It's great. Kids are talking like kids. They're not messing with those. Yeah. No. Let a kid and, say shit. The reason why this uh, this movie is so great too is because we don't really have this kind of dynamic with kids anymore. Like kids can't just like go leave out their and house and, and go to a stranger's house. <laughs> go and out and not be away. around adults. Yeah, and like kind of make their own rules. Like kids don't have that freedom anymore, which is is I I don't know. Like people don't communicate, I guess as well, and they don't. And like, also, we just have a fear of like the outside world. And yeah, that's like parents and taken things, over. Yeah. That's completely taken. Can't over. just let your kid go down the street anymore. Yeah, this is drive them this has been two grumpy old men with, uh, <laughs> well, no, with I'm the just What saying, We Remember podcast. It's true. It's, kids I think these it's days, it, it's it has it's affected society in a yeah. negative way, where kids cannot just too go many helicopter away parents. and go hang too out. Too many overprotective parents. I guess it's what, what's that called? Like uh, I forget, like swooping in or something like that, or hovering or helicopter. Sorry, I missed that. Helicopter parents. Yeah, that right. Yeah. That's exactly what this is, and I I I missed that, and I thought it's great. I like hanging out riding my bike as a kid. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. I did make hanging me I like buds. I, I like or when your friends just show up at your house and your your mom's like, Ugh, fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I would love yeah. to have that house. Like I want if it's I have nice kids, okay. like I want to be the house I, where kids just come over and they don't have to ask. I wanted I every house cool. that was in a frame in this movie. Every house in this town is beautiful. 
Like, the architecture of this entire town is incredible. And living near the wilderness, living near the water, how yeah. great would that just be? like, they're just on their wraparound porch, like, entire wraparound They've porch. they got mountains, Looking down the coast water. at the ocean. It's beautiful. It's incredibly, like, and then when they're riding, like, when when the brother's riding the little, the pink bike down the road and stuff, and it's like, just Poor, he's classic, dead. like, Pacific Northwest. He, he should have died. Forest. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why didn't he just turn the, the handlebars a little bit? He just kept going straight down that. He would have fallen he off. He would have fallen off because he was to the car by the one hand on the door he was not strong well, right but eventually Despite lifting go. weights non-stop apparently could not break free of this guy's palm death grip on his hand <laughs> like, let go that's a scary moment it is i was scared yeah dude i would have been terrified if that had been me i'd have been like well, this is how my life ends i don't want that to happen attached to, to a bully's convertible right troy yeah. Goddamn Troy! I couldn't remember his we name. We were trying. Yeah, we were part. like, "Is it Chet? Is it is it Biff again?" <laughs> He's a bully, Troy. It's a good Troy's another good preppy yeah. bully mm-hmm. name. So there's a sweater that just says Troy. Yep. <laughs> Walking around with a Troy sweater. It's is that how he gets girlfriends? He just gives yeah. him that sweater. That's how you yeah. like, do You're it. mine now. You got to mark him. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I don't like that. That's how Troy did it. That's how Troy does it. You want to wear your boyfriend's letter jacket? It's cool. Yeah. For guys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> so they were they're in a cave, but they're in the sewers for a little bit of that too. Yeah, so we go back. Like, they're they pulling the on like sewer lines that are connected to like every part of this city. <laughs> it's like a country club. I didn't remember. <laughs> so I didn't remember confusing. this goofy bit at all. Brad mentioned it in part one All because he remember. Yeah, he mentions uh, when. Uh, Sloth, Sloth lifts up, lifts that up pipe. the pipe, and you hear the scream and a crash yeah. and some sirens. And, <laughs> Which uh, is funny. This is another point where I was watching it like... Which is uh, funny. Yeah, it's great. And when they're like, they're like, hey guys, here's some pipes. Maybe they'll hear if we bang on them. And then they proceed to destroy all the pipes. <laughs> they, yeah. Like, banging on a pipe and destroying all the pipes are not the same thing, and I was mad with these kids. We forgot about the bats. That was one of Oh, the yeah, yeah. Forgot. Flying through the hole. The hilarious bats, like on strings dangling. That's also yeah. What, they had uh, some cool wing mechanics on those mm-hmm. on those prop bats, though. That's but... what leads the Fratellis to find them. That's yeah, what, like, the thing. And Annie Moldenhauer had an experience with some bats, so I'm sure that part scared him. Real oh my bad. god! Are you Batman? Well, He's, no, no. Well, I'm not yes. that rich, uh, <laughs> but you are afraid of bats. <laughs> yeah. No, I woke up. Yeah, at like three in the morning one time, and uh, I heard something like hitting the wall, and I was like, "What is that sound?" <laughs> And it I'm was like, like I was like it was just a, probably it was this just, could be a bat. Oh, I thought it was just a tappy tree outside. <laughs> oh no, this thing was like ramming its head into the wall because it didn't know what it wanted to do. And so I, I get up and I turn the light on, and this thing is swooping down and over me in like a it's like an eight by hey, ten I'm room. A bat, let me outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was frightening. Scary. Yeah. It was very yeah. frightening. Uh, that would be yeah, that would terrify me. I didn't know what to do. But I, what uh, did you do? Well, I left the room. Okay, step and one. Closed leave the door. Step two. Closed door. <laughs> and I was just like, "Please leave." <laughs> and it did. And Matt was like, "Okay, I thought you might want to play." I'm like, like "No, right. get out of here, bat! You're a bat." <laughs> and it was like, "All right, I'm a bat. I'll go." <laughs> yeah, well, I like the bat voice. <laughs> I'm, bat. I'm a bat. Oh, okay. I'm time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's gonna go hang out with the tappy tree. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm swooping in. I just see if you want to hang out, and play Xbox. All right, I'll go. Bye. What'd you think about that water? The whole scene the water? in the Fratellis when they first meet the Fratellis. Oh, when they give them glasses of water. The, the... Oh yeah. What was that? Like iced tea or like it looks like iced tea? It like rusted water? Those are uh, Arnold Palmer's, I think. Okay. Oh, a little bit of lemonade. Some, those are some Long Islands. They're just yeah. like drink up, kids. He's like, what happened to your water? I don't know. 
Well, is it like one of like was just pouring it between glasses. Yeah, like mouth was mouth doing was that doing to try that? to make yeah. Mikey go to the pee. Yeah, and it's something that I would do as a kid just for fun. Someone said they had to go pee. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny. funny. It's so funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's so funny. You know, it's, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it at once. Clear. You know? like, it's like, gonna find it funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused again. Uh, all my criticisms are gonna be things that well, are don't just do an it. adult well, watching don't a kid's do it. movie. <laughs> don't do don't it. Let me talk first. I'm like these Fratellis no. didn't seem to have Amy, any problem. Stop <laughs> killing an FBI agent. I don't want you to crush my childhood. But then they're like, oh, it's chubby kid. We're not gonna kill him. We're just gonna put him in the room with our weird yeah, brother. Yeah, they, they like just. Why didn't they just to shoot him? him too? What they don't have a problem. Well, with. Are you a screenwriter for a film? Because that would just end everything. <laughs> then, then you give the other goonies. This is no like, longer a kids movie. Then you no, give these goonies incentive to find the like. We got to find the treasure to this avenge. This isn't Zodiac. Indeed, <laughs> 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 got to avenge Joan. They shot him in the face. <laughs> it's a Stephen. No, he fit the criteria. No blonde. more truffle shuffle. <laughs> God, what a dark bone. Come yeah, on, bad goonies. I, I was confused why they were listening to him like complain and confess all of his stories. It was funny. I did laugh at that. That was really yeah. funny. He threw, he threw up in that balcony. <laughs> yeah. He made all those people throw up. <laughs> Everyone else just starts going. <laughs> they were like, ah, I kind of like this kid. That was a hilarious I like, story. That's right. I like Chunk. I was like, yeah. I like Chunk. Those were telling were like chunk. good parents almost they're like let let the kid talk it out he's got to just talk it out oh clearly they weren't good parents because later on sloth was like mom yeah. you bad they dropped you once okay maybe twice <laughs> which was a great line that was re- she was again good. all three of the fratellis were really good i forgot when chunk escapes and he meets that fratelli on the road I for- we forgot about that yeah and it's so creepy he like turns oh, the light on he starts singing that opera yeah, and this movie is directed so well. Richard Donner. We, we, we thought it was Columbus Perfect for pacing. Reason, it's a Richard Donner film. Yeah. yeah. There's a, it's great, too, because there's a lot of action adventure in here. Yeah. And you could tell it's Spielberg and yeah, George you, Lucas. Spielberg. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like watching, Spielberg's. Watching all the adventure, it, it is so clearly Indiana Jones for kids. And well, there's like Indiana Jones motifs throughout the entire yeah, film. like the idea. one for Telly Brother has like a, an Indiana Jones fedora at one point. And he's like yeah. walking around with that. And there's like and... rocks falling all the time mm-hmm. and like a bowling ball that looks like a rock. And then like, yeah, they'll throw in like the Indiana Jones song, like just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like this again, I, this is a great kids movie. I absolutely understand, understand why as a kid I loved this movie because watching this again, I'm just like. This would press every button I had as a kid. Like this is like, oh, yeah. yeah, check that out. Yeah, fucking pirate Hot ship. Hell yeah, adventure, inventions, yeah. making out with with older girls. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, that, let's talk about that scene. I didn't know. I thought she knew that it was uh, Sean Astin. Uh uh-uh. uh And I was like, that was very weird. Why did she just? I was like, was she trying to give him like his first she intimate moment? I was like. Did a 13-year-old just make closed. out with a 7-year-old? Yes. <laughs> Obviously it happened. And it did happen. I, so at the at the end... That's just like wish fulfillment for kids. <laughs> yeah. Real, yeah, exactly. This yeah. is just a real quick jump. But, <laughs> and then at the end, when all the it's parents like are move standing up, there... But you can't move down on that age. The parents are all standing there. And she comes over and gives Sean Astin oh, like yeah. that whole wink we made out. Remember how that was cool? Now yeah. I'm with your brother. And her parents... <laughs> 
parents look at it, like their parents look at it, and the mom's like, let her mom worry about it. Right. I'm like, ooh, I don't like this part. <laughs> like, wrap that have, up. I don't I might have this. missed it too, but she said a really weird line that if was you keep something kissing like girls that way or your something. small problems will get bigger. <laughs> or something or your small problems I, I, I will get bigger. It was very, your body will catch up to you or yes, something like that. Yeah, was, some, oh. something like that. And I was like, was she talking about his dick? What I was, was like, this is not okay. But they're like she's gonna marry Brolin later and they're gonna be at like a family reunion whoa, in 20 years whoa, be like remember marriage. remember when I made out with your younger brother when we were in that cave remember that <laughs> like yeah thanks for bringing up that weird gross thing it's thank you. you you guys no okay as, as a kid Come I was on. like oh, no was that sexual shoot. harassment Brad no <laughs> no you guys <laughs> It's the same way. It's the same way how we. This right. isn't a Top Gun situation. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Top Gun. This is this is a this blank is check. Molehill. This is a blank this, check you're situation. On you're on the molehill yeah. here. It's not as bad, but it's a blank check situation. Where as a kid, I watched this and was like, nice. And now I watch it and I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Although you can argue, you can argue though, it was in the dark. <laughs> See, everyone's it's dumb. in the dark. You're getting back on my. You side. didn't know. Although she had to bend down, which you know, she, no, br- they're the same height. <laughs> She she had to bend down to Sean Astin, but she's the same height. They as got Josh all those Brolin. sweet coats at the end of the movie. I forgot about that. Those uh, oh yeah, Coast the, Guard coats. All the, yeah, all those the are pop coats, or whatever. Those, like with badges on them <laughs> those and everything. Are so cool. Yeah, really cool. I want one of those. Yep. So they're in the. They get under the. What tunnels. do you think about Data's gadgets? Oh, oh they're man. great. Yeah, I love that his you gadgets like didn't always work for him. Right. Yes. They're, they're all, love, there's always like, like a slight. I was something like the difference between like one kid movie and another is like in one kid movie. In the 90s, like, let, let's say, like, three ninjas. Mm-hmm. All those gadgets are going to work. All their tricks are going to work. Yep. Which is kind of lame. Yeah. You want, like, someone who's, like, aspiring to be something. And, and every now and then they might help, but they're not going to, like, help the whole thing. Yeah. I lo- like, when they, they jump down there. Out of, like, a small little... Like, my absolute you know, favorite issue. is just, like, right when, they, right when they get in the cave and he turns on the lights. And they're like, all right. And then they immediately run out of battery. Mm-hmm. And I, that was great. That was a great gag. And, like, <laughs> just the, like, the pictures of power did work, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the best part was when he was, like, trying to hold them off, uh, the, the... The slick shoes? Fratellis. And he, the punching bag. he pressed the punching, punching bag and it punched him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the first punch in, in part mm-hmm. one about how, like that's such a classic gag. Oh, it's perfect. Just you the, want that in like, there? Like that's this. And as a kid, again, as a kid, that's like the, one of the cartoon gag staples of yeah. like Bugs Bunny opening things and getting other people punched with punching bags. Or in like a box. yeah, like uh, and, you know, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, always and, his uh, own tricks fall. Like he falls prey to. And his like own seeing friends. a live action version of this happen would have. Uh, yeah, I'm like yes, well, nice. I almost forgot about the callback with the dad. His thing yes. also like kind of doesn't. That work was well one either. of the. That was an amazing. That like scene. that was a, such a great when moment. Meets his dad at the yeah. end. Oh, and his dad has like, his own camera. Yeah, and then it, like it, it opens up and the film explodes out. Yeah. And, yeah. and he does the, the the really touching. My greatest invention is you. Oh, that was, was like cute. oh, what a great little scene with. It's them. a little sappy, awesome. but it's great. No, I loved. Yeah, I loved that. That Data was a great. Has his own theme song that like always plays when his gadgets are going off. I like when he falls in that hole. He starts talking in third person, like nonstop. Okay, they would. Have I like stood, that a lot. I they, like Data. They would have yeah. stood zero chance of getting anywhere without him. He saved their butts every single time in this entire... Like, when he the almost dies, falling, yeah, falling down that pit, and he's able yep. to save himself so he doesn't fall in the punjis, and then they can all, like, climb down after him. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, when he holds the Fratellis off multiple times for them, yeah. like, he's the MVP. Yeah, absolutely. It's good enough for me. Good enough for you. Good enough... <laughs> That song didn't catch on. For me, it's good. <laughs> it's catchy, though. Girls just want to have fun, Andy. 
Yeah, and time after time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, colors. True colors. True colors. Yeah, oh, good. yeah. That's her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, there she is. Remember when she got... Um, well, she when was a, in WrestleMania? When a bird pooped in her mouth. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, those are the same time, guys. <laughs> I, that's a bad time for her. She was in a concert, and, like, she, <laughs> she went oh, to the audience. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, oh, my God. I don't want to. There's, a, there's oh, a viral video of it. Is it when she was younger or older? No, this was, like, uh, <laughs> this was literally, like, 10 years ago. She's doing, like, a reunion tour, and she's singing time after time. It's good luck. Girls, girls just want to have fun, and a bird swoops right over her head, right as she's singing, and, bur- bo- and it poops right into her mouth. <laughs> and it's great. It's great. Give me one of those gags in this movie. That's it's a great, great. Kid It's gag. just as good oh, as the news reporter. God. The news reporter who stands over the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Cindy. She means so much. It was LGBTQ good enough for me. Community. It was good enough for her. <laughs> oh my god! So, Andy, can you take us through this film from the restaurant? From the the restaurant scene? when they get in the first, like right when they find the tunnel and start heading through. Well, yeah, okay. Right, is that where we kind of were? We kind of were dancing around everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I know, but we also, I mean, we also nailed it. But I kind of wanted to get through we like some of the booby traps and stuff. I mean, uh, I can jump closer just to the end. Throw me some opinion. Just throw me some opinion. All right, yeah. I, lo- cover, I love the scene like where they were trying to play the uh, piano with the the mm, skeleton yeah, bones. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That scene was great, yeah. and there's some it was awesome, that set awesome is matte cool. paintings yeah, in there. Exactly, they're really they're like, cool. They're falling off the. Oh yeah, the yep. There were some awesome uh, digital effects too, like um, when they were looking up through the pipe, and water was trickling down. As so, so they're looking up through the pipe towards um, Troy's bucket. Troy, and Troy he was looking back down, bucket. and you could see some like digital like water effects like dripping off, which that. looked really oh. cool. Yeah, I mean those scenes were very fun. And then we get to the pirate you ship like that too, pirate which ship. was amazing. Mm. Although I kept thinking, like, how did what was his name? Willie. One-eyed Willie. One-eyed Willie. How would he be able to set up all these booby traps? That's what his, that's his thing. He set up all that's those booby traps. Yeah. yeah. So did he like set that up all those booby traps and then just like stay there and die there? Like, yeah. yeah. Who, did he? I was like, that did was he his... die and then set him up like his ghost did it? Or <laughs> I don't think it's like, that. I don't. I don't think it's that well, crazy. Someone movie. got out. You want a prequel? You want a movie? Well, set because in the there's 1600s? even well, there's even booby tra- traps in the cave and everything. You want a I one-eyed guess... Willie movie? I assume they yeah. set the they set the traps like yeah. They could do like a thirty. 35 years later <laughs> you know they could do that but um yeah those scenes were fantastic mm-hmm. uh finding the gold and chunks sliding down that thing yeah i like the Superman. scene where sean Aston was talking to one-eyed willie yeah that was yes. emotional checked right? out his yeah, eye was, and then he was, was like oh was... wait don't take this gold that's that's one and then all the kids were like behind them like how long have you guys been here long enough long, long enough. enough that was the one <laughs> was cute Asin monologue that I actually liked. Mm-hmm. The rest I was like, he's also oh, whispering. Boy. First time someone's up. ever whispering in the film. Yeah, <laughs> and he's actually like talking oh. in a slower pace where you can kind of understand him. Mm-hmm. There are so many times where I could not understand Sean Astin, and I couldn't understand Data, and I was like, I'm getting lost. I'm like, oh, okay, we're at this scene now. I, to be now fair, I uh, kind of they even play up the idea that no one understands Data. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, That's what I said, Sam. Setting booby traps in case of anybody's following us. Like if we toes, so we can hear them coming. Okay, hurry up. Good idea. Hey, Data, where are you going? I'm setting booby traps. You mean booby traps? That's what I said, booby traps. Quiet. Shh. God, these guys. 
I mean, I had to like keep picking up like puzzle pieces as we were going along. I'm like, oh, I missed that bit. Oh, okay, now I get what they were talking about. Uh, yeah, the acting from all the kids is not the best. Chunk no. is so good. Chunk is good. Chunk is good. Chunk's Josh great. Brolin is good. Yeah. That, and that was it for me. Everyone else, I was like... I, I think Josh Brolin was kind of a, eh. I like As Brolin. a character and an actor in the I, film. I, I, I just... Yeah. Saying, he kind of fit, like, the... Something like, I didn't remember. I really... Jock brother Yeah, I really role. didn't yeah, appreciate... I mean, it's, like a niche it's, need, it's needed for Mikey's character. Right. Yeah. But and but I also appreciated kind of their... It's a balance. ...brother relationship in the movie. And that's something I didn't really ever think about as a kid. Like... They kind of, like the two of them are always kind of picking on each other, mm-hmm. sort of back and forth. But, but then but there's, there's like, love there. Yeah, then there's the scene right yeah. in the beginning on the porch when like they're talking about like they're they're teasing each other, and then immediately like the fact that they're moving comes in and like they they he just like hugs him. He's just like, come mm-hmm. on, man, you need a hug. I get it. And drags him on the porch. Yeah, yeah. The, the dynamics between the brothers a is a lot better than some other like '80s movies where it seems like siblings just pick on each other yes. and they just despise each other. Right. Like These guys really did like, feel, yeah, they really did feel like brothers. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's every emotion there. Yeah. Yep. And like uh, in the very beginning when he was talking about having to move away from the goondocks, is that what yep. it's mm-hmm. actually called? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Josh Brolin's like, doesn't care, but he does care. He does Because he eventually is like, you know, I feel the same way about you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to miss this place. Yeah. But he, he's like, you know, he's that... Like junior, senior, high school kid was like, yeah, yeah. it's cool to not care. Yeah. He, he just had puberty. He's got a hot date lined up. He's you know. working out twenty four seven. Hang out with his younger uh-huh. brother all day. He's got yeah. stuff to do. Right. He's, he's too busy. He's got his cut off sleeve shirts. He's got. He's got. You got to. Got to hook up with Andy. He's got to hook up with Andy. I was Andy. hoping was going to be a guy. I was hoping it was going to be a guy. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> what? Oh, I I noticed something a little <laughs> bit between Data and and Mikey, a little bit. Just, there's a little bit there that Mikey like, Sean Astin. Mm-hmm. They're like uh, skipping to the the, yeah. the restaurant and they're hand in hand. Yeah. When they land in the water, they like they're the only two guys that like embrace each other and hug. And mm. I'm like, this could ship. Okay. We should ship these guys. Ship, gonna yeah. ship that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's ship Dana and Mikey, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can. Five years pass and they're. You have friendship, you know, and then that friendships know, blossoms. Yeah, they're going through some stuff, and yeah, mm. until Data moves to Detroit. Oh yeah, that that'll be sad. That murder yeah. capital of the world. Right, Detroit Uh-oh. is painting such a bad picture in this it, film. Yeah, where they... he creates RoboCop. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What's it about Detroit? Oh, because they do in the magazine they mention. Well, because all the kids are the... moving away because yeah. all the town oh. got bought up, and Data says he asks like, "Does anyone know where Detroit is?" Okay. And I think Mouse says, line I missed, "Yeah." Mouse says remember... like, "Oh yeah, murder capital of the world." He's like, yes. "Well, that's where I'm going." Yeah. Okay. He's real upset about it, and I'm like, "Hey, Detroit's not so bad. Come on over." Yeah. You know, maybe I don't know what it was like in the eighties <laughs> yeah. when it was yeah. collapsing from the auto industry. <laughs> it was but... Pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got else, Andy? What else what, do I what have? Else you got? Did you uh, like it? I did. You had fun. Okay, I I did. I liked the movie. I thought it was great. Uh, writing was great. Um, I think some of the action adventure was think a chunk? little too what'd you long. Think of, we, we're, uh, we haven't talked sloth. Give Dude, me some sloth facts. Yeah, sloth. Uh, I I could take him or leave him. <laughs> I, I, I felt he was like a. I felt like he was kind of written in just to like I don't fix everything for the kids. Yeah. So they didn't have to do yeah, it themselves. He's almost, he's almost like a weird MacGuffin. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. We forgot that he holds up that boulder to let the kids. Yeah. Lose. Yeah. That's the reason they get out. Yep. He's he's kind of like the weight between the Fratellis and the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he can be on both sides, I guess, technically, if he wanted to. Right. 
Um, and he kind of solves the problem for them, mm-hmm. you know, because they can't really solve it themselves. And sloth, they're adults with sloth guns. Sloth loves Chunk, and Chunk loves Sloth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I thought that was a weird... I mean, I, I was I hope that he would have talked to his mom before he invited Sloth to just live yeah, with his him. His mom brought him the whole pizza. And <laughs> yeah, she's really good. And he, what a mom. She knew that he was yep. desperate for and, food. And he yeah. was like, you are the best mom. And she's <laughs> like, oh, I know. And I love the fact that yes. they didn't even explore, like, the parents, like, missing the kids yes. and, like, calling the police. Like, you... You get it at the end. Yeah. You know that they've been doing that. They, they're like, don't worry. Like, trust that this was a thing. Because, yeah, they all roll up in the van. Like, they were clearly worried about the yeah. kids. Like, I, I, but we had, like, that scene earlier where Chunk calls the sheriff. And the sheriff's like, Chunk, you call me with a stupid thing every yeah. week. This is... I'm, yeah, he's I like, don't... that one time it was a bunch of Iranians that uh, took over, <laughs> yeah. like, a steak steak restaurant or something <laughs> like that. Come on, yeah. sheriff. Steakhouse. I'm at the lighthouse lounge. And I want, and I want to record... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, just hold on here. Is that you again, Lawrence? Sheriff, look, this time I'm telling you the truth. I'm locked inside the Vitelli's basement with this guy. Yeah, like the time you told me about the 50 Iranian terrorists who took over all the Sizzler steakhouses in the city. Just like that last prank about all those little creatures that multiply when you throw water on them. Lawrence? Um, Chunk was great. I love that, like, he was always thinking about food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wanted mind. that ice cream really bad, so bad oh, that he yeah. didn't see that dead body in there. It was his overriding thing. Like, his fear was lower than his hunger. Yeah. Everything was lower than the hunger. Yeah. <laughs> the hunger was the top priority for him. He was yes. like, oh boy, am I thirsty? As he, like, goes up to, like, a, a Coca Cola thing, and he's machine. like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the opening scene when he sprays himself with a milkshake when uh, he's watching poor the guy. Chase. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good. And he so, had was like a pizza basic, sauce a in his other hand. Gag. Who what eats a strawberry that? milkshake with a pizza? Come on, that's decadent. That's <laughs> 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 never done that. Uh, that's insane. I feel like I would get it. the worst stomach ache in the world if I did that. <laughs> Has anyone eaten just pizza with a shake before? That's insane to me. He was... I think if you go back far enough in time, someone's done that. You know, probably they were probably doing that in the fifties. Maybe uh, he was so engrossed with that chase that he just crunched his cup. Yeah, he smashed it against the... He smashed his pizza against the window, too. (laughs) And he didn't care at first. Like, it was spilling all over his hand, and he's just like, whatever. And then when it got in his face, he's like, oh, my shake. (laughs) As soon as, like, the movie started and I saw Steven Spielberg's name on it, which I didn't know his name was on it, I was like... Spielberg. I was like, this is going to be a good movie. Like, I could immediately tell that it was going to be fun. Yeah. I, Anything with his name on it has been great. I had I had very Batters mixed feelings included. rewatching this. I, I want to watch that. On it. I want to watch that. Better's not included. I didn't know. We should watch Brad that. Brad Bird, I think, wrote that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, the solid flick. What do you, Martha Plimpton? She was kind of a nothing-ish character. You remember well, her being Corey in the film? Corey Feldman's yeah. uh, love interest. Yeah. What was she end? doing in the film? I wish what was her had, purpose? I don't know. She kind of had to be this... Carrie's buddy. Yeah. Or, she's um, there to be another girl, and, I guess. Andy's buddy. Like. And I feel right. like that's yeah, she... a stupid characterization, but I feel like that's just how her role played. Like they were like, we want more than one romantic nerdy friend thing. of the cute girl. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the tag. She's the tag along girl um, who doesn't really add to the story, but she's serves the other character and her I, friend and i didn't like when she yelled at mouth and they just screamed at each other in that wishing well that scene made me mad yeah but i i liked i liked their lines at the end when you could tell that they had like a they thing had growth for each other mm-hmm. they had was growth. like you know when you're not like running your mouth 
you know, you're actually like, kind of cute. Was it like, like, like well, when you're not like scrunching your face, you're actually kind of pretty. And they hug. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it's like your 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 voice is actually pretty nice when your mouth's not getting in the way. I was mm-hmm. like, that's a yeah, good line. he's like, yeah. You're and actually... then he like served it back up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this like, is great. You, like you're you're pretty cute when your face isn't getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what a kid comeback. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. You know, your voice is kind of nice when your mouth isn't screwing it up. Yeah, well, thanks. And you know, your looks are kind of pretty when your face doesn't screw it up. And then uh, they hugged and they didn't she, kiss, and I BFFs. kind of appreciated that. Yeah. BFF. I like that actually. Yeah. I I also loved it was so insignificant, but I loved when um, uh, Sean Aston was everyone had to go to the bathroom and uh-huh. and he was like, okay, boys over there, girls over there, and then like <laughs> yes. Josh Brolin was like. I'm going, going to the, men's, go to the men's, room. men's room. And then everyone else is like, I'm going to the men's room too. <laughs> that was, that was, that was one of those most genuine kid things. Like, you're like, yes, that's exactly what I would have done. I'd be like, oh, I don't use the boys' room. I'm not a boy. How dare you? <laughs> I'm eight and a half. Excuse me. I'm not I could not tell how old these kids were. Were they like seven? Were they ten? Between ten and fourteen? I I, I'm terrible that's at kid guess. ages, so I have no clue. I, I don't know what the actors age are at all. Babies? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Which makes... is great that uh, Sean Astin's in was in the second season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved him in that, too. Yeah, he was really good. And Dave is a stunt coordinator on movies now. Stunt coordinator? Yeah, really? Pretty awesome. Does a lot I didn't of stunts. realize that. Yeah, he's got like, he just stayed in the movie business just off camera. That's awesome. Pretty sweet. Martha Plimpton, of course. I wasn't sure if he was like. TV shows. Jasper Roland, the obvious breakout. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't sure if he was like American or if like that accent was real or. For data, for data, yeah, and I, yeah, I was trying round. to think Indiana of like Jones. he is short. But oh, he's short round. He is short round. Oh my god, that makes total sense. No time for love, Doctor. That Jones. makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a if you're going to be in two movies, <laughs> these are <laughs> two. Ones. These are two great movies to be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Watching this, I had mixed feelings. There were so many times where I was like, that was like part of my brain was like that was dumb, and the other part of my brain was like, but it's a kids movie. And I like it. <laughs> yeah, I think there's even a now. No, I still there's like a it. lot that you could see past. There was and be yeah. Okay so with. there was like these you're kind of warring for problems factions. If you're watching it, and but... that's I'm really glad. That's why I really wanted to get your take on this, and I'm glad that you did like it because there there was a part of me that was worried that the only the reason I didn't the like scenes would happen, I'd be like that's stupid, but I don't care that it's stupid because it it just plays. Yeah. And I was worried that it was me just not wanting to lose my nostalgic idea of this movie uh, versus it actually being like just a good kids movie where it doesn't matter if it do- if it's kind of goofy or se- like silly. So, yeah. Yeah, I think if I so I think this movie's great. Um if I were to rework some of it, mm-hmm. I think I would shorten the movie a little bit. I think it can It's 2 hours. And that's long for I 80s. think it's it, long. it is a bit long. I think cuz some of the action and adventure, although it's exciting, in the middle it does drag quite a bit, um, and to the point where it's like only action adventure and chase for like forty minutes or so. I don't think Sean Astin needs four monologues. No, probably not. He, he does probably not don't need, need to go that. tell Rosalita all about that drug stuff up the. You know what? I love that house. scene. It's a I good would, scene. I would but... totally keep that scene. Yeah, absolutely. I at first I couldn't understand why she was there, but I thought that it's scene to establish was... that mouth can. That's his one thing is he's like a translator. Yeah, it was it was perfect and it. it something that could easily keep your attention. Yeah. Um, but doesn't, isn't really relevant to the story, but it adds a lot of depth to uh, Corey Feldman's character. Yes. And uh, makes him more important too when they're reading that map. But yeah, yeah I mean, there, I would rework that, shorten it, maybe tighten it a little bit in the middle. 
I would work on the very end of the opening act when they're trying to figure out the the plan of you know when they find the map and they want to go get this gold i think some of that it felt very rushed mm. um as they come up with the plan i think i thought the the plan came so quick that's a great movie and I, i'm i'm glad i watched it it was good enough good. for you oh it was it was great i loved it for me mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. enough would there or go down that slide too? Oh, I was like, so I want to do that. Yes. How fun would that be? We talked about that. That would have been one. such a great it's part so to cool. shoot. Yeah. Like, like they, we're doing the yeah. slide day today. <laughs> Flying down that oh thing. God. Cameraman in front Shooting of you, behind you. you. You brought up there That'd is. So uh, exciting. He probably didn't see it either. That there's a deleted scene with the octopus. Mm-hmm. With an octopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, what's that? I guess when they shoot out those water slides into the lagoon with the pirate ship, they have to fight an octopus in there. Why did they delete that? Because oh. the octopus looked terrible. It would have been terrible. Okay. I, I'm so glad they did. Like, I'm like, that's. They might be able to like. There might be like a 30th anniversary where they <laughs> no, like, George no. Lucas will put it back in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had some tie fighters. I'm so glad. In there. Like, it's so it's such a Willy Wonka moment when they see like the candy floor, but it's them in the pirate cave, and like a- suddenly adding in another boss fight. I feel like would be too much, especially huh. one as like fantastical as like a giant squid that just lives in this cave for however long. I thought it would be to jump off that boat. That'd be so oh fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It would have been incredible doing all that stuff in there. That set was awesome. I would have been I would have been scared. It reminds yeah. me so much of I would have been scared, scared to jump off that. I mean, they did a faraway shot where you could tell all the people were stunt coordinators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of men dressed in women's clothing. Yeah. Yep. Did you see that giant hand at the end of the film that uh, Mikey's mom had? No. It was like a giant man's hand <laughs> that was pedicured like really nicely. Go back and look at that exact scene. Oh, my God. It's going horrifically to. large. That's so funny. To like emphasize how big the jewels are, you know? And like it's not in the scene at all. Okay. She it's puts like, her hand out and they do a cut. I say it's like, this, like it's like uh, I think Andre the Giant's holding yeah. these gems. It's like that scene in Three Ninjas where Tum Tum reaches up to a cupboard that is clearly four feet above his head, and then suddenly a guy's hand is opening the cupboard. This <laughs> is like, like rough coarse like, so uh, hair on, on his Yeah, arm. exactly. She's got this like thick, thick wrist and forearm, but her hand is like perfectly manicured and yeah, I will check hand. that out. It is strange. Oh, man. This is good. I'm glad we could talk about this. Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us through that episode. Find us on social media, twitter.com slash whatremember, facebook.com slash whatremember. Give us some feedback. You can send us an email, whatrememberpodcast at gmail.com. Next week is going to be a brand new episode of Andy Loves Chips. And two weeks from now, join us as we remember a movie that had the tagline, Would I lie to you? We remember Liar Liar. We're going to share what our parents do for work. My mom's a teacher. And your dad? He's a liar. (laughs) You mean he's a lawyer. Fletcher Reed was climbing the ladder of success. You're the victim here. Driven into the arms of another man. Seven. Yeah, whatever. One lie. Tell him it's in the mail. I ran out of gas. You're losing a little weight. At a time. The true victim is my client. Put yourself in his shoes for a moment. You're walking from church when suddenly you encounter him pouncing from the shadows. But what made him a successful lawyer? Your ex-wife called. I have to go to court this afternoon. Fletcher, it's his birthday. Also made him an unpredictable father. He said he was going to be here, he promised. Until one day, his son decided to make an honest man out of him. I wish that for only one day, Dad couldn't tell a lie. 
is it good for you? <laughs> I've had better. No. Any change, mister? Absolutely. Um, could you spare some? Yes, I could. Uh, I can't lie. All he can do is tell the truth. Like the new dress? Whatever it takes to focus off your head. The whole truth. You know why I pulled you over? I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding. And nothing but the truth. It was me. Your wish came true. You mean you have to tell the truth? How are we doing this morning, Consul? I'm a little upset about a bad sexual episode I had last night. From Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment, and the director of The Nutty Professor, Jim Carrey. Liar, liar. New in the building? Mm-hmm. Everybody's been real nice. Well, that's because you have big... Yeah.